0: You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awaken Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenchurch.com. Hey guys, Pastor Juergen is here. I am so pumped to be sharing with you. This is going out right now to every location. And man, I'm so excited. 2020 is a year for you to awaken fresh vision. 2020 means real and perfect vision, clear, understanding, wonderful, unencumbered, unhindered, uninhibited vision. That's what we're believing for, for you this year. So the message I'm about to speak to you, I want you to lean in, open up your heart, open up your spirit, because it is going to awaken something on the inside of you that is going to begin to stir and is going to literally lead you into the next level. You know, the Bible says that the disciples began to argue with one another about who was going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus had to rebuke them and bring in a little child and says, hey, unless you become like a little child, you never enter the kingdom. But if you want to be great, whoever desires to be the greatest, let him become the least and the servant of all. What was interesting about that that most people overlook is the fact that the disciples went from ragamuffin fishermen Peter was begging Jesus, depart from me, I'm a sinful man, to all of a sudden they're arguing over who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. Just spending time with Christ gave them this sense of invincibility their sense of inevitability that God was an unlimited God who exalts, who promotes, who develops, who awakens, who stirs, who arouses, who elevates. Can I just encourage you as you lean into the gospel and as you lean into the teaching in this house, you will find that your life is going to elevate. You will find that what God is going to do is begin to awaken the gifts, the callings, the anointings, the stirrings on the inside of you. So come with me to the book of Revelation. We're going to jump in at Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. And just for context, I'm reading from Revelation 4, which is a commentary on what happened in Revelation 1, 2, and 3. In Revelation 1, John was on the Isle of Patmos, and he's in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and he hears behind him. A voice, And when he turns, he looks, and there amongst the seven golden lampstands is the Son of God, is Jesus Christ. And he has seven stars in his right hand. The Bible says these stars are the seven angels of the seven churches. And then Jesus speaks to him and says, I am the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Behold, I was the one that was alive, was dead, and then rose again, and I'm alive forevermore. I have the keys of death, and I have the keys of hell, and then goes into a dialogue. Now in Revelation chapter 4, have a look what it says. It says, After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit. And behold, a throne set in heaven, and one who sat on the throne. And he who sat on the throne was like a jasper and sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne, and the appearance of an emerald. And, and it goes on and on and on, and fire and water, and all kinds of exquisite things and mind blowing stuff. Today, I want to talk to you about the fact that whatever you hear determines what you see. Whatever you hear determines what you see. If you want to see differently, you've got to start hearing differently. The reason Jesus said this gospel, the word gospel means good news. The reason Jesus says this gospel of the kingdom must be preached to the whole world, then the end will come, Matthew 24, 13. This gospel of the kingdom must be preached to the whole world, then the end will come, is because Jesus knew that the antithesis or the antidote to the malady, to the hopelessness, to the depression, to the mind-numbing control of the human, humanism that wants to enslave and ensnare and put people in invisible mental and emotional prisons, the antidote to that is the gospel. When you hear the gospel, it will change your perceptions of reality. It will change your perceptions of possibility, and it'll change your perceptions of the awareness of what God is doing, can do, and wants to do in and through your life. So it all begins with changing what you hear. If you hear doom and gloom, if you hear there's a recession, if you hear everything's hopeless, if you hear that everything's hard, if you hear that everything's difficult then you're going to begin to see difficult. You're going to begin to see obstacle. You're going to begin to see hard everywhere you look. That's why the gospel is so powerful. When you begin to hear, when the disciples began to hear differently, they began to believe differently because what you hear today determines what you see tomorrow and what you see tomorrow determines what you will believe. So let me just say this, that here John hears a voice. Now when he hears the voice... He begins to see Jesus walking amongst the church and instructing the church. All of a sudden, he hears that voice again saying, come up here, I must show you things that must take place after this. This is what I found. If you'll feed your life on the Word of God, if you'll make a commitment in 2020, you know what? When the doors of the church are open, I am there. And I'm not just there, present. I am going to be there leaning in. If you're serving on a team, wonderful. Serve in one service, but soak in another. It is so important for you to feed your soul, feed your spirit on the Word of God. I promise you this. This is my testimony. I got saved on a beach, but the word that I heard opened up my perceptions to a reality I did not know existed. Do you know, the Bible says that Jacob went to sleep in a place. And when he slept, he dreamed. And the dream that he dreamed was of a ladder set up to heaven. And he saw angels ascending and descending upon it. And then a voice spoke from above the ladder saying, Jacob, all the land that you see, all the land that you're lying on, I'm going to give to you and to your descendants forever. The Bible says, then Jacob awoke and says, my God, God is in this place. And I did not know it. How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is Bethel, the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. In other words, Jacob had no idea of the forces that were operating around about him. There's a story about a man of God called Elisha. And Elisha was telling the king everything that Hazael, the king of Syria, was planning in his strategic boardroom, everything that he was thinking, even in his bedroom, everything that he was was conjuring up to try and entrap Israel in the war room, Elijah was hearing in the spirit and communicating to the king of Israel. So much so that the king of Syria said, this is impossible. Surely we've got a spy. Surely there's a snitch. Surely somebody is is for the king of Israel amongst us. Surely there's somebody operating in treasonous activity. And they said, no, 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 king, it's none of us. It's Elisha. Elisha, the man of God, knows the very things that you even think, and he freaks out. So he says, all right, send an army and capture this man. Well, the Bible says Elisha's servant gets up in the morning and he's there at the pump pumping water. And when he looks up, the Bible says the entire mountainside is filled with horses and chariots and an exceedingly great army, like 10,000 soldiers coming down to arrest this one man, this one man of God who, who... operated in the supernatural, operated in the realm of the spirit. Well, the Bible says that the the servant drops the water and runs in and shakes his master and says, Master, Master, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we're doomed, we're doomed, we're done for. There's an army of 10,000 out there with horses and chariots and spears and swords and javelins and Elisha just calms him down and then prays and he says, Lord. Open his eyes that he may see that there are more for us than there are against us. Gehazi the servant would have thought, You are a knucklehead. There's two of us and 10,000 of them. But the Bible says, The Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked, and there, filling the sky, filling that entire region, was warring angels and the chariots of flames of fire from heaven. And they were all around Elijah, 10,000 times 10,000. So much so that Elijah was able to walk out and strike the entire army with blindness because he was aware of the forces that were for him. Here's the saddest thing. Because we've grown up in an education system that says that seeing is believing, that if you can't see it, then it mustn't be real. I can't see gravity, but I'm not stepping off any 10-story buildings. There's a lot of things I can't see. I can't see air, but I know I can't live without it. There's a lot of things I can't see that are unbelievably real. And you need to understand that there is a fourth dimension. There is a spiritual dimension. And whenever you hear the Word of God, whenever you lean into good teaching of the gospel of the kingdom it will begin to open the eyes of your inner man, open the eyes of your understanding Will you begin to see that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You'll begin to see that the best days are in front of you, not behind you. You'll begin to see that if God before you, who or what can be against you? You'll begin to see that God is working in your life, through your life, constructing pathways, creating conduits and and ways that He can get His blessing into your life that, that you don't have to live like you've always lived. You begin to see differently. As you begin to see differently, you begin to believe differently. You know, there were 12 spies that crossed the Jordan River. 12 spies crossed the Jordan River. The Bible says that 10 spies came back saying, yeah, 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 it's a land flowing with milk and honey. However... There were giants in that land. The cities were fortified. It was a land that devoured its inhabitants. The people were numerous. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there, the Anakim. These were giants. We were like grasshoppers in their sight and grasshoppers in our sight. We are not able to take it. But there were two, Joshua and Caleb, who saw the same land, who walked in the same cities, who saw the same Anakim, the same giants, said, what are you talking about? Their protection has departed from them. God has given us this land. Let us rise up at once and take it. Now, I've always asked this trick question who was right, the 10 or the 2? And the answer, and it's a trick question, is all 12 were 100% correct. The 10 who said it cannot be done were 100% correct that they didn't do it, they died this side of the Jordan River. But the two, Joshua and Caleb, who said, let us go up at once. With God, we are well able. We're 100% correct. They crossed over the Jordan River. They took Jericho. They took Ai. They took Jebus. They took city after city, stronghold after stronghold, and divided the entire land of Israel. This year, I want to change what you hear so that it changes what you believe. So it changes what you see. Most people see the problem. Most people see the pitfall. We can't get a home in San Diego. Have you seen the prices of home? Have you seen how difficult it is? Let me tell you something. God's arm is not shortened and it cannot heal. There's not a year that's gone by where God hasn't sent Gabriel to the earth as a herald saying, And hear me now. The Lord would say that his principles work in all of the cities except for the following There's a caveat on the following cities. The blessing of God, the favor of God, the goodness of God, the provision of God no longer works in London, Munich, Moscow, San Francisco, San Diego, New York City, Los Angeles. Doesn't happen. God can bless you here. You can get a home here. You can advance here. You can flourish here. You don't need to move to another state. You don't need to move to another city. You don't need to move to another country or region. You can stay here. You're better off being in God's planting with the blessing of God than going down to Egypt where everything looks like it's watering without God. Stay in the place where God is blessing you. And you will find that as you begin to hear The gospel, let it penetrate, let it get into you. You begin to see differently. What you see determines what you receive. For these guys, for the spies that crossed over, what they believed determined what they perceived. What they perceived determined what they they received. So I want you to receive differently this year. I want you to begin to receive the blessing of God, the favor of God, the goodness of God, the promotion of God. God wants you to have a great marriage, a great family, a great future. He wants you to be the head and not the tail. He wants you to have more than enough. Oh, that sounds a little selfish. Why would I need more than enough? Exactly, because it's not about you, small little me, me iopic person it's about other people god wants you to be overflow god wants you to be in abundance why because he wants to awaken you to the a world around about you that is hurting that is in need paul says i pray that you may have all grace and all sufficiency so that you may abound in all things so that you're able to give to every good work one of the things that leanne and i have loved over the years is to see the blessing of god so increase on our lives that we're able to pretty much give to every good work that comes across our table. Every good work we're able to sew into it, and we love being blessed to be a blessing. God wants that for you, but it's all got to change in here. This is the control room. Until you change what you believe, you won't change what you perceive. And until you can change what you perceive, you won't change what you receive. Make a decision. This year, 2020, is a year of clear vision, is a year of unhindered, unencumbered vision. This year is a year of perfect vision. I'm going to step into all that God has for me. The last one, the last one, is not just what you see, what you believe, but can I just encourage you that as you begin to believe differently and see differently, you're going to begin to, to allow your spirit to visualize the power of visioneering, the power of visioneering. Uh, I know someone who wrote a book. It's called Leader Sight, and it says, those who see the invisible can achieve the impossible. The Bible teaches us that everything that exists in the, the visible realm was created from the invisible realm. Everything that exists in the visible realm was created from the invisible realm. Everything moves from the invisible to the visible. Everything. You began invisible, not visible to the human eyes, a little seed. But then you were conceived in your mother's womb and now you're here today. My iPhone, before it existed in my hand, it existed in the invisible imagination in the visioneering of Steve Jobs. Everything in this world, before it existed in the natural, existed in the invisible. The Tesla car, before the Tesla car, before there was the first test drive of a Tesla, it was conceived in the invisible arena of the human mind, and then it came. Walt Disney, before there was one ride, before there was was conceived in the invisible mind, of Walt Disney, can I just encourage you? This year, will you allow God to take you on some visioneering? Will you begin to understand that when God put your eyes in the front of your head is because He made you to be forward-looking? You're meant to look forward. You're meant to be a person with vision. I heard it said brilliantly that human beings were created to be future creators, to be future creators. You're not here to just wait for the future to happen to you. We don't operate like the animal kingdom on just instinct and impulse. We can actually engineer. We can actually create the future. And the way that we do that is we allow God's Word to, to become implanted like seed in our mind. We allow the Holy Spirit to begin to water that And then all of a sudden we begin to conceive possibilities beyond our reach, beyond our grasp. If I was honest with you, who I am today, where I am today and what I have today, if you would have told me about it 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I would have said, you need to go to a mental asylum. Are you off your medication? Man, you you are off the plantation. You are local. But here I am today living and all I've done is I've just dared to feed myself on His Word allow the Holy Spirit to water that and then just take the courage to hold His hand and let me dream the impossible dream. It's called visioneering. You're about to take your your 2020 vision card. It's got the word awaken on it. And I want you to awaken the possibilities of God. I want you to awaken a future that you've never maybe dreamed of or contemplated before. I want you to awaken yourself out of debt, out of debt cycles, out of welfare cycles, out of addiction, out of poverty, out of struggle, out of lack, and into prosperity, into fruitfulness, into abundance, into the place where you are blessed to be a blessing. I want you to awaken yourself. Allow the Spirit of God, allow the Word of God, allow the Gospel of God to penetrate deep so that you can begin to believe that, you know what, I may have come from train wreck relationships or a horrific and messy divorce and this pain in my heart and I made it in vows and I would never trust again and I'd never be vulnerable again. But you know what? The price of all of that is loneliness and life is too short to be lonely. Believe this year. This year is my year to, to rebuild marriage or to get married for the first time, a spouse. God, make me the, the person that you know that, the spouse that you want to bring me needs me to be. Instead of focusing on this is my list of the perfect 10 for me, why don't you focus on allowing the Holy Spirit to say, hey, why don't you let me make you a perfect seven and a half for somebody else that you can be a blessing. But I want you to take your card. I want you to get it out. There's a slot on there for three people that you're believing God. They may be away from God. They may be family or friends or work colleagues. Put their names down, just begin to believe. And whenever we pray for the book of miracles, you pray for them, believing God, that the power of God's on them, that they're getting saved, that the devil's got to get his hands off them, they're going to get saved. And I want you to write audacious goals. Here's the truth. Leanne and I have filled out our vision card every year. And every year we are astounded at what God has done, where it looked like there was no way in the natural. It looked like it was impossible in the natural And yet every year we are blown away. See, here's the thing. God can only give you what you believe Him for. God can only give you what you believe Him for. If you believe that life sucks, if you believe that you're a victim, if you believe that life is always stacked against you, if you believe that you were dealt an unfair hand, if you believe that you were born the wrong color on the wrong side of the tracks with the wrong pedigree and the wrong... Well, friend, life will always be difficult... That's why the Bible says they were called believers. In the New Testament, only twice were they called Christians, and both of them actually was quite derogatory. They were always referred to as believers. Jesus said, whosoever believes in me would not perish. God wants to change the way that you believe. Whoever believes in me will not perish but have everlasting life. Not whoever keeps the Ten Commandments, whoever does an amazing pilgrimage to to Mecca or to... No, no, no. Whoever believes in me, it's that powerful. Everything shifts... And everything rise and falls on your believing. In the Garden of Eden, it was the devil that said to Eve, has God really said? And the Bible says when she listened to what Satan had introduced, doubting what God had said, she looked at the tree that was forbidden that would cause it to die. And the Bible says now she looks at death and she goes, oh, my gosh, that is so pretty. It is, it is pleasant to look at. It is good for food and able to make one wise. And she took of what was going to ultimately separate her and Adam from each other and bring chaos and death into the earth. What was it? It was what she heard changed what she saw, which changed what she believed, which ultimately changed what we received. That's why the gospel had to come. So the word became flesh and dwelt among us, modeled it. And today you and I get to feed on the word of God. 2020, life's too short, 52 Sundays, make a decision. I am missing one Sunday. I'm gonna be in the house of God feeding on the Word of God, because this year is a year to realize dreams. This year is to awaken the impossible. This year is to awaken the, the potential of God in my life. This year is to awaken a possibility I've never even dreamed or conceived. This is your year. So I'm going to hand over in just a moment to the campus pastors who are going to come. They're going to give us instructions and they're going to begin to pray for you and anoint you. But I just want to take this moment to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every person That's it. Just turn your palms towards heaven like that. Close your eyes and just get ready to receive. Father, I thank you for fresh oil, fresh anointing, fresh favor, resting on each and every person right now. And Lord, I want to prophesy that every chain, every shackle, every yoke and every bondage of the devil broken off their lives. I declare this year there's an awakening of freedom. There's an awakening of realization that greater is He that is in them than he that is in the world. That there's an awakening of what is possible. That there's an awakening that if God be for us, who or what can be against us? There's an awakening that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow to it. There's an awakening that we are blessed to be a blessing to a hurting world around about us. There's an awakening to your truth and your reality. So Father, as we come to our vision cards, speak to us and let people have the courage to write down what they hear and not dismiss it. Oh, how could that ever happen? No, no, that's impossible. I couldn't even write that down. Dare to believe it. Dare to believe it. Dare to believe it. Dare to believe it. God can only give you what you believe Him for. That's why Jesus says, whatsoever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you receive them and then you shall have them. In other words, it's not what you ask God for. It's what you believe God for. That's why there's such an attack on the character of God. Because the devil wants you to believe that you're asking a God who isn't good, who isn't kind, who, who isn't for you, who doesn't want to bless you, who's stingy, who's a miser, who's nasty. That's a lie, my friend. If God wouldn't spare His only Son, how much more will He give us all things that we may enjoy life? Ask and then believe. As you're writing it down, don't don't let the devil say that will never happen. Come on, that's ridiculous. You are home, are you, ki- you, are, are you, just, just, just say, you know what devil, talk to the hand. The ears aren't listening. I'm getting my pen, I'm getting my vision card and I'm writing it down. I'm gonna go audacious. I'm gonna believe God for the impossible. Jesus says, with men, it's impossible, but with God, all things are possible. You're in the with God network. When you come to Awaken Church, We awaken the reality that you are now with God. You're not just with men anymore. You're with God. You've entered into the realm where all things are possible. We love you. It's such an honor to lead this great church. And I can't wait to hear the incredible testimonies of the blessings of God unfolding in your life, to your life, and through your life this year. God bless you. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenchurch.com.